Hello everyone, how's about a spot of tea mate? Welcome back to the Travel Brand Rebranded. I am you Winton. How's everybody out there in podcast land doing? I hope you're all doing fantastico. It's not doing too bad down here in the South Sound, but I uh, had a bit of a solemn week last week. Worked right next door to a family and they had a son named Finn. Finn was a Sweetest little dude you ever did meet. He would have been four on Thursday. He was playing in the van, as he did every day, with his dad nearby, as always, last Sunday night about five o'clock in the afternoon. He's in the van playing, and a FedEx driver rear-ends the van as it's parked right in front of their house. Well, apparently, little Finn was tossed out, hit his head, uh, never recovered, passed away. Literally broke my heart. How do you find words for that? How do you even process that? How can you even... I was like, I've been asking the Creator all week long, how can, how does it make sense? You know, how do you... I mean, how do you even process that? I'm still heartbroken. Finn was a little uh, landscaper. Had his own little wheelbarrow, uh, you know, a little shovel. He was always working outside with his dad. Anyway, little Finn was killed last Sunday, minding his own business, by what I believe is probably a distracted FedEx driver. How do you smash into something that hard? The back of the van was pretty smashed. Little Finn was, you know, going to be four last Thursday. Weighed, what, 30 pounds maybe? Anyway, he's gone to heaven or wherever we go after we pass the innocent like that, right? I mean, there's no way that, I mean, people say, well, God, God must have saw fit. How does God see fit? How do you, how do you process that? So, man, I, I don't even know how to, I got no words for him. I hope I don't see his father for a long time. I'll be working that site probably for another eight months and, uh, I don't even know if I can look him in the eye. I mean, you, you can't say anything. I mean, really, you can't. Till he's ready, he'll come around, I guess. I'm not going to approach him and say, look, dude, I'm sorry and all that shit. Because you just you can't make sense of it. It's going to take me a while. Anyway, little sweet Finn. Gone to the Creator. So what I, all I could say is keep your family near, man. Hold on to your family. You know, it's, uh, it's kind of weird. But last week I talked about that. Some days you get up and go to work and you just don't go home. Or you get up. You know? Now, now his family's left and I saw his grandfather there and he was walking by and he was, you know. And I said, man, that's a tragedy. Because he's got a little altar up there on the, on the, in front of their house. Balloons, flowers, pictures, artwork he did. Saw his grandfather, and his grandfather was crushed. You could just tell he was crushed. Anyway, keep your family near, my friends. And say a little prayer for Finn. I've been looking at some uh, Native American prayers, so I'm going to see if I can find one. I think I did. I think it's the one. This is... The Native American Prayer, written by Yellowhawk, Sioux Chief. 
O great spirit, whose voice I hear in the winds, and whose breath gives life to all the world, hear me. I come before you, one of your children. I am small and weak. I need your strength and wisdom. Let me walk in the beauty and make my eyes ever behold the red and purple sunset. Make my hands respect the things you have made, my ears sharp to hear your voice. Make me wise so that I might know the things you have taught my people, the lessons you have hidden in every leaf and rock. I seek strength not to be superior to my brothers, but to be able to fight my greatest enemy, myself. Make me ever ready to come to you with clean hands and straight eyes, so when life fades as a faded sunset, my spirit may come to you without shame. That's for you, little Finn. I wonder if it was Finnegan or just Finn for short. I don't know. But he was a light that shined on this earth for a few short years, man. I think we all, you know, sometimes I think, and I believe this, that this is just one of the journeys, man. I think we get, uh, sometimes we're blessed to go through it again. I don't know. It's just my thought. I mean, they say there's a shit ton of dimensions, right? Well, just think of this, right? MRI, it's it slices, right? That's how it finds tears and whatnot in your flesh by little slices well, maybe the the universe is just one slice and we're in each dimension we're living a different life and we're somebody else and we we got another shot where maybe we're on the bad end of that life and we're gonna be coming into this one right who knows nobody really has the answer but i like to believe that if i do good in this life at least do my best to do good it'll be you know it'll serve me well on my next journey. It's just what I think. Anyway. Uh, enough of that I guess. I'll, I'll quit talking about that. A buddy of mine sent me an article. Sent me a read. And it's about the memorial to Crazy Horse. That's been under construction. For over the last 70 years man. This cat. He started out 70 years ago. He's going to make this huge monument. Similar, you know, not exactly, nothing near, but like Mount Rushmore, right? He's going to take a mountain and he's going to sculpt it into this amazing figure of Crazy Horse and his horse on the side of a friggin' mountain over in friggin' South Dakota. Seventy years, man. What are you, insane? This thing hasn't gotten hardly anywhere in 70 years. It blows my mind. Maybe this little movement we have right now maybe that'll help speed up the fucking process a little bit this family is doing this by donations and doing it themselves people uh look it up look it up it's uh you know let's see uh it's crazy horse just go under the memorial of crazy horse over there in south dakota and you'll see where it's at his face is getting done Right, part of the horse, or whatever they're using the back of the horse as a staging area for their machines and shit, so they can get his face done, right, and all the way back, headdress or whatever he's gonna look like. It's freaking amazing to me. So now what we need is this whole thing, man, this little movement we have to fucking uh, get a little more money, a little more donations, maybe get it federally recognized, 
like the uh, Mount Rushmore, right? And how that's such a big deal. I talked about Mount Rushmore, how that was on stolen land, man. You know, six grandfathers. It's sacred to the uh, Lakota Indians. You know, white man comes along, the old white man comes along and says, you know what? That wasn't even the name of the mountain. It's not Mount Rushmore. He was the dude that freaking took claim to the whole thing. Ugh. Anyway, I'm going to look up how long it took them to uh, carve that out of that mountain. Had to be, uh, you know, several years, but not several fucking decades. We're talking decades. All right, let me look it up here real quick. I know this might bug you, but I ain't going to change what I'm doing, man. Okay, so let's see how long for Mount Rushmore to complete. And it's going to tell me, because that's a fucking amazing thing about it took 14 years to complete Mount Rushmore. 14 years. And why is that? Because you had the white man Go ahead and federally fund it, right? Come on. I say we all start a little movement here, all right? Let's get uh, Crazy Horse's monument done in the next, you know, 50 years or something. See if we can't get some donations going, right? I'm going to find out where you send donations, and we can all kind of throw in a little bit and be part of. I've heard some natives say, oh, man, nobody even knew what he looked like. So... It's a monument, bro. We have to make some heroes out of the American Indian dudes and women. You know, Sacagawea. Why'd she even uh, do what she did for those knuckleheads? You know, why? You know, people all have their own reasons for doing shit. But uh, to lead those knuckleheads over here and to call it, oh, they discovered the Northwest Passage. Man, they're the greatest. Eat me. Nah, I shouldn't say that. Bite me. Nah, shouldn't say that either. Anyway, um, yeah, 14 years. That's uh, a millisecond, right, compared. 70 years, and it's not even one, it's not even like 15% done. But uh, Crazy Horse, yeah. He was the one that kind of took down your old Custer pie back in the day, right, old Custer Custer thought he was going to come in there and uh, even his Indian scout dude said, hey, bro, yeah, I don't think you should go in there like that. I think uh, the Indians there, they got a lot of Indians, man, and they got a lot of power, and they'll probably kill you. Custer's like, you let me be the leader. I'm the general. I'm the boss, right? So he leads all his men in there, and what happens? Gets dead. Finds himself dead. Well, that was part of Crazy Horse. You know, the American Indians were dealt a bad fucking hand. You know, if they could have been here another probably 30, 40 years without the fucking uh, Columbus dude, might have been different. They might have been able to evolve enough to where, hey, man, who do you think you are coming over here acting like you're going to take this land? Right? Natives would have said, no way. You're going to be ours. Make slaves out of the whites. What's wrong with that? How would this country be 
if uh, how would this land be if it was all run by American Indians and they had taken the white man as the slave, right? And this whole government is, is still a democracy because basically the white man took the American Indians' way of government and implemented it into their own. Read about it. Look it up. The Lakota, not the Lakota, but the, the Iroquois Nation. Yeah. Check it out. Mohawks and shit. Those guys were some badasses. Last of the Mohicans. That was a good movie, but it was, you know, you can't believe any of that crap. But it was a dramatic movie. Good movie. I might even watch that again sometime. Yeah. 70 years. I remember reading about that in like 1980. Thinking, wow, that's going to be cool when that's done. Shit. I've almost lived my life and it ain't done. Come on. Let's get it together. Let's get it into government. Let's put it in this, you know, Dakota state government and try to get it implemented. At least give them a couple million years or something. Come on. Let's do it. So when my buddy Aaron sent that to me, I had to, it reminded me of that. The thing's been going on a long damn time. So, uh, how about this uh, white privilege, right? I know I, I emphasize the white. It's just the way it, it, it rolls off my tongue easily, you know? It's no big deal. It's not white. You got to have the H, white, right? White. Anyway, you ever notice when... Uh, well, you know, an offside thing. You ever notice when Trump says China, he's always got the China. Yeah, when we got the China flu, you know. I heard that on uh, fucking Joe Rogan. It's funny, it's true. And ever since they said that, he does that every friggin' time. How come nobody's going after the China? He's such a knucklehead. He's so jealous, too. He's jealous of Fauci right now because Fauci got to throw out the first pitch. Right, for the Yankees, I think, or something, the Yankees in the match or whatever the fuck it was. And Fauci just like threw it off to the left, like just a douche throw, right? But he claimed he was a shortstopper or something. He was a great athlete one time. But old uh, fucking Trumpster is jealous. So he tried to tell the American people that the New York Yankees invited him up for their first home game because that game was at the Mets. But for the Yankees' home game, they invited him for the first pitch. So, of course, people are going to jump on that. They're going to say, what? Really? Let's investigate. So they do. And the Yankees like, we never asked him to pitch the first fucking pitch, the home game. Right? That came out. So then uh, somewhere along the line, they said, okay, yeah, he can do it. And then he comes back, no, I'm too busy. I'm too busy for that. But he'll even say to the people that Fauci has more uh, popular, he's got the more popularity or whatever the fuck it is over him and he doesn't understand it he's all like well i guess you just don't like me well fuck off man it's not about being liked or fucking disliked it's about running the fucking country and being honest to us mopes out here trying to figure out what the fuck we're gonna do because we're sheep yeah we're sheep we know it we give a fuck i'll do whatever it takes to not get sick right i mean i can't afford to do whatever it takes because whatever it takes you got to stay in your fucking house for the next six months and not go anywhere I can't do that, okay? Just can't do that. So I got to go out and do it. And it's crazy, man. I got a, snuff, a, a stuffy nose and, you know, my head hurt a little bit this morning. It's been, my body's been feeling weird, but not no fever or anything. It just puts it in the back of your fucking head. What the fuck is that? Why do I feel a little sick? Huh. 
I better take my temperature or something. Anyway, I just hope I ain't gonna catch that shit. I can't leave this world. Not yet. So anyway, yeah. White privilege. You got two people in a goddamn Walmart over in goddamn somewhere coming to the store with face masks with swastikas. Big red swastikas. Black mask, big red swastika. I don't know why that word's fun to say. Just funny. What is, you know, what the fuck? Anyway, they're walking around the store and they're bagging it up and people are filming them by now. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? And they're all just like, yeah, fuck you. It's all right. Yeah, it's your right. It is your right. It is. But, come on. Now that's white privilege. And that's, uh, that's one of them white skins. Right? I don't know where it was at, but it could have been the Washington white skin or something. Who knows? Anyway, so, uh, you know, Walmart doesn't say anything to them. Walmart lets them just fucking do it. Wear it through. Fuck that. And, uh, but now they're, they're banned for life. You can't come back here anymore for the rest of your life. You cannot come to this Walmart. Well, you know, it's all good, but you should have done something then. You know, some in some neighborhoods or some areas of the town, you pull that shit, you get your ass beat. Right? You don't do that just everywhere. What the fuck? I went to Walmart the other day, and it's like I said on my last podcast. In fact, it was after my podcast. I go to Walmart, and on my podcast, I'm saying, what do I say? What Do, do I have the right to say something? I don't know. But uh, three people come walking in, no mask. Look like a mother and her two daughters or something. No mask. And I'm just looking at them. And I'm like, I said it kind of loud enough for them to hear what? No fucking mask? And there's a couple other people by me and they're shaking their heads. And I'm thinking, man, I don't want to make a scene. I don't want to say anything really, you know, not in the mood. But if I was in the right mood, that could be fun. Wouldn't it be fun to mask shame somebody, right? Wear that mask. Wear that mask. I'm a believer that that shit is going to come and get you. It's like uh, just floating around, and when it finds a particle to snatch onto, it's like snatch. It's like flying around in the fucking universe, and it's a little fucking planet, right? And it lands somewhere, it hits something, boom! It causes fucking problems. You got those fuckers out there that are like, I don't believe that shit. A guy I worked a couple weeks ago, about a month ago, was, I don't believe that shit. I don't wear no damn mask. I'm like, fuck you, I wear a mask. Fuck off. You know, it's funny how these fuckers that think that, uh, yeah, I'm not going to catch that shit. It's a, it's a fucking joke. They're just trying to scare us. And then they catch the shit and then they die. Right? That black dude that was uh, for Trump, that congressman. I remember seeing him when he had his little fucking dealy bobber out there in Oklahoma. You know, a little black family sitting in there cheering him on and shit, trying to be part of something else. Well, he fucking caught it and he died. Yeah, he wasn't wearing a mask at the uh, rally or whatever the fuck you call it. That was the one where Trump said there's going to be a million people. Um, There's going to be so many people I'm going to have to have a speech outside as well. Fuck you. That was the funniest thing I saw. And I can see you melting away. You're starting to fucking, uh, you're starting to, like, I don't know. I think the government just gave up on the coronavirus because they just couldn't figure it out. Right? 
the fucking federal government, Trump administration, gave up. They threw their hands in the air. Instead of fucking, uh, you know, we're going to dismantle the, uh, the team. We got more important things to deal with. And now he's trying to put the kids back in school. They want to go to school. So they can catch it in school. And bring it home to grandma and grandpa. Mom and dad. Right? Little sister. Baby sister. Whatever. I truly believe, man. I'm starting to believe that this guy's fucking... Uh, he, he doesn't care about the population. He doesn't care about the American people. He's one of those guys. He's one of those guys. In history, there's been one every hundred years. And I think he's one of those guys. So what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do? Somebody's got to do something about it. Somebody has to fucking say or do something about it. The man's running amok. Now he's saying that, you know, I might just uh, postpone the election. He doesn't even have the fucking right to do that. He's so stupid. He thinks that he has the congressional ability or whatever the fuck it is to uh, say we're going to postpone the election till uh, next year. We're going to have it uh, a year later. How can you even, even his buddies, even the fucking, uh, his pals over there on the Republican side of the table are fucking like, no. Nah. We've never fucking went without an election, even through civil war and world wars and depressions and shit like that. We always have our election the first fucking Tuesday of November. Okay. Ever since they started voting back in whatever, 1776, and made the first president, they've always had the, the vote, man. You gotta go vote. Now he's trying to sabotage the mail system, right? When he's standing up there saying it'll be a hoax, it's, it's fraudulent. Now he's trying to close some of the fucking post offices. What are we all going to have to be like the old days when the fucking Pony Express and everybody kind of pitch in and become a fucking mailman and get everybody's mail delivered to them? That's, that's what we have to do. Don't let this shit fool you, man. We can make it happen. Necessity was a mother of invention. And they invented the fucking uh, post, post office, the fucking Pony Express back in the day. Well, let's just make it happen again. Figure it out. Figure it out. This guy's fucking running amok. Amok. I'm not talking about the muck shoot either. Okay? Not talking about the muck shoot. I'm talking about he's running amok. So don't get it construed. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, Donald Trump, your president. He's a funny dude. I, I tell myself every week, I'm not really going to uh, talk about it. I don't want to say anything. It's like people don't want to hear about that shit. In fact, I think Aaron sent me that shit so I could have something else to talk about. And I did. But as soon as I got done talking about it, here I am talking about it. Because I don't give a shit, man. I, somebody's got to talk about it. It's a way for me to vent. I talk to the guys at work about it. And they're a couple of fucking, uh, you know, they like their Trump. They do. And that's all right. Tell me something. They disagree with me. I know they like him, though. In the beginning, I was talking a couple weeks to a guy, and he was like, oh, fucking, yeah, the police went in there, and they tossed them fucking people around, straightened it out. I'm like, what are you, fascist? Huh? What are you, fucking fascism, mine? Mussolini and shit? 
You know, what's your name, boy? I don't like that shit, man. We don't use aggression. They used aggression to make the country. Well, the country's made now. So we don't need to be so fucking aggressive, right? But at the same time, you people that are out there fucking with your dick in your hands, running around breaking shit and smashing shit and acting like a fucking wild animal, fucking knock it off. You're killing each other. You're fucking stupid. Make a point. Half you fucking dipshits out there protesting don't even know what the fuck you're out there doing. Right? Look at this guy, John Lewis, man. That dude was a fucking strong individual. He was a little dude, short dude. He's like me, maybe five foot six or something, right? But he had fucking stones. Right? The early 60s, he's out there fucking protesting, knowing, knowing that the white pigs are coming with the clubs and they want to break his fucking skull. But he still went into it knowing that he could die because he was fighting for what he believed was real and true. And you fuckers out there that are burning shit down and fucking smashing windows and stealing shit and killing one another, y'all need to be fucking locked up. Maybe you do need to be roughed up a little bit, right? Because when a protest becomes a riot, that's when you need to say, hey, motherfuckers, we're, we're going to come fucking shut you down now. You have to control the shit, right? Yeah, this is the land of the free, and this is a democracy. Told you before, I'm Republican more than Democrat. I just don't believe in this fuck we got in office right now. So you got these mirrors up there, the fucking Democratic, right? Well, we got to give them a little time to set up. Fuck that shit. Once they started taking over the fucking Capitol Hill, right? They should have stopped it. No. We're going to go ahead and uh, let them do their thing. So a couple people died. People weren't able to get home, you know. If you lived in the fucking chop, people wouldn't let you go home, drive through or whatever. Now that's kind of bullshit. You got to stop that shit. It's just me. That's what I believe in. So, you know, it doesn't make me like Trump, though. No fucking way. He's a fucking mope. You see where these fucking people out there, uh, a bunch of these black actors and actresses, whole shit ton of them got nominated for fucking uh, Emmy Awards, right? Why? Uh, All of a sudden, the same shows that were on last year, the same fucking shows that were on the year before, now all of a sudden you got more black people up for Emmys. Come on. If I'm a black actor, now do they deserve it? Of course they do. They have been deserving it. Well, you know, that's maybe this is the change. And right? I'm not going to say much about it. I just think, you know, I was given a job one time because I was an American Indian. I got that carte blanche on that job. And uh, it worked out great. kind of saved my ass. And, uh, you know, I kind of felt kind of like, damn. I guess somebody has to do it, I guess, so it's me. I didn't feel, you know, 100% like I got it on my own fucking merit, my own skills. You know, but I did stay on with the company for the next six years, so it worked out pretty good, pretty good. Ranting and raving again, you guys. Ranting and raving. Let me see what else I had written down here. Oh, yeah, one more thing. 
that motherfucker down there in Texas got himself, he's a congressman, congressional dude, right? He got fucking coronavirus, caught COVID-19, and he's fumbling and fucking around with his mask because they're having their fucking depositions or whatever. They're calling guys in to testify at Congress. What the fuck's going on out there? Well, he's over there and he got his fucking face mask on like he's a bandito. And he's fumbling it with it around, taking it off, putting it back on. Afterwards, when he finds out he's got the fucking virus, he stands up in front of everybody in the world and says, I think it was the mask that, uh, you know, caused me to get it. Because I'm fumbling around, touching it, moving it around. I might have transferred some germs onto that mask and then onto my face. What? What the hell, dude? These guys, they shouldn't even have the reason to fucking talk. That's the most ludicrous, fucking childish, fucking infantile fucking reason I've ever heard. Anyway, I'm done ranting and raving. Oh, I got to tell you, I got like fucking uh, just over the last week, like 400 fucking downloads. All of a sudden, bam. I don't know what that's about. But I'm well over 2,000. I'm like 2,300 almost now. And just like last week, I was at 18. Right? A little over 18. I don't know if uh, people are down with what I'm doing or what's going on. I, I couldn't believe it. I had to email Buzzsprout. Those are my hosts. You have to have a host. They're the ones that put you on. You know, you use their servers and whatnot. You got to pay for that shit. So just keep that in mind when you want to start your own podcast. It's going to cost you a few dollars, yeah, until, you know, you can get some reads, right? And a read is like an ad, and an ad is what you call money. I'm looking at some ways to monetize, do some short ads or whatever. Just a couple bucks, I want to upgrade. I need a new uh, fucking microphone stand thing. It's an arm, right? It flexes. Well, this one's loud and clumsy. I don't like it. Anytime you touch it, it fucking makes noise, squeaks and shit here. Hear that? Yeah. It's no fun, man. No fun at all. Anyway, I'm going to let you all go. It's been a pretty good week. Uh, You know, say a prayer for Finn. Say a prayer for your family. You know, just say a prayer for yourself. And remember that, uh, you know, keep them close because you can go to work one day, go to the store one day, or just get up one day. And that's your last day. So to all my friends out there, this has been the Tribal Brand rebranded, and everything like that. I'm Uwinton. Peace.